If you need additional help in any of these seven areas, dating, relationship, marriage, parenting, career, business, and real estate, please send a text message with just one word, help, to this phone number, plus one seven three two five one seven seven five three two for on-demand counseling and coaching. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast to be notified on the next one. Unwanted separation. Use these five tips. So we received a comment on one of our best videos we have ever done called Ignoring Your Spouse Doing Separation from one of our 1,125 extremely valuable subscribers on YouTube. Quinn, make sure you search and check out that video once you finish watching this video. She says, and I quote, going through separation. I love and miss my husband. He has to be alone for a year. What do I do while we are living apart? Quinn, I'm sorry you're going through this. Separation is not easy on anyone. As devastating as it sounds, it sometimes can yield positive outcomes. In fact, we're going to share five tips with you on how to dramatically increase the chance of making the season productive for you, especially in spite of what it may feel like right now. Tip number five. Identify why. The marriage institution is exactly that, an institution. In all disrespect of the institution will lead to a terrible outcome, which is a legal or spiritual evaporation of the marriage. One of such disrespects happens when people get into marriages that lack explicitly identified purpose. It's also synonymous with a marriage with no clear vision from the leader. So if there is no leader, even if it's temporarily, there is no vision and things fall apart. At this point, Quinn, you have to be realistic and identify your own life mission and purpose. It's going to be instrumental in attracting your husband back to you if he belongs there in the first place. Major focus has to be directed to building yourself up because it's about being worthy of attracting what you desire. Even if that's your marriage and or your husband, whatever you engage henceforth should either be your passion or some type of stepping stone towards your passion. Tip number four. Forgive yourself. There's a tricky fine line between holding yourself accountable and not forgiving yourself. Everything in life is a double-edged sword that can cut both ways. Holding yourself accountable when your marriage seems to be failing is no different. You want to make sure that you're forgiving yourself for at least being what you may be perceiving as failure. After all, failure is the stepping stone towards all forms of success. Guilt, blame, condemnation, and judgment will work against you because they will consume 10 times the energy you could use to improve yourself in order to attract love and desires again. Tip number three. Let him go. He wants time off. Let him go. The truth is that negotiating desire is always a terrible strategy because it leads back into this vicious cycle of resenting yourself. If your husband has asked to be alone for a year, the reality is that he doesn't want to be alone because he's human, a social being like the rest of us. He just doesn't want to be with you again. At least subconsciously, you also know this to be true. So you naturally fight to hold on to your husband, evidently 
by begging, calling, obsessively, manipulation, and other strategies that only repel and not attract love. So the fear becomes, what if I let go? And then it gets with somebody else. Okay, what if it does? I ask you, can you survive that reality? If you can't survive that reality, where is the sexy self-confidence and self-esteem that attracted him in the first place? It's little to no wonder why he doesn't want to be with you. Here's another reality. That's just how he felt the moment it was said. It's not necessarily how he's going to feel once he smells that you don't need him ever again. To want him and to need him are two different things. No one wants to be with a needy person. So the first step is to let him go in order to let your magic, maybe God, do its thing. There is more. Tip number two. Build self-love. We have seen a lot of people running around social media and different types of conversation talking about self-love. Let's be honest. Some people are too selfish and should not be talking about self-love. If they don't want to self-sabotage when it comes to attracting authentic love over time. But in your case, Queen, rejection breeds obsession. So you're probably pouring from an empty cup and not taking care of yourself enough. That's not attractive, nor is it sustainable. In this season for you, the work is in taking care of and loving up on yourself. I understand it's hard when you're experienced rejection, especially when it involves a potential breakup of your family. But remember that everything goes back to attraction and desire, which you should never negotiate. People, including your husband, really have no choice but to mimic the level of self-love that you have for yourself. At the minimum, people will mimic your level of self-respect. Focus on doing things you love and for yourself during this period and don't have ultimatums on doing that. Make it a lifestyle. I have a question for you. Are you naturally a selfish person? Use the comment area below to share your answer with us. There is a chance that you are already not a selfish person. So it's time to pivot and it's your best chance at attracting love with or without your husband. I know you're probably so obsessed that you don't want to hear about love outside of your husband. But think about this deeply. Love is love and it really wouldn't matter when you are in love. It also doesn't matter because loving yourself will make you more attractive and therefore increase your chances of attracting anyone to desire you, hopefully your husband. And last but not least, tip number one. Look out for clarity. Okay, I don't want you to set yourself up because honestly, that marriage is gone. Because even if your husband comes back to you, you will have to build a new foundation. When we say look out for clarity, we need you to do that from a space of selfishness. And what is good for your own life and the rest of your life. I don't want you to sit around and start expecting your husband to suddenly decide to come back to his senses. Nothing in life is guaranteed. If he comes back, good for him. And for you, I hope. <laughs> With these tips, you would definitely influence him if he is human like the rest of us because he will wonder and become unsure of where you stand. That will effectively drive his attraction towards you 
in an upward direction. But you can't control what other people do. You can only control how you respond to life and consequently control what you attract. Things will start to align when you let go and genuinely become capable of enjoying every moment of your life without needing him. We're speaking from experience. We share our own story inside the book, Get My Marriage Back, which you can download for free at www.getmymarriageback.com. Please support this video by hitting the thumbs up and share with us below what you'd like us to cover on the next video. If you need additional help in any of these seven areas, dating, relationship, marriage, parenting, career, business, and real estate, please send a text message with just one word, help, to this phone number, plus one seven three two five one seven seven five three two for on-demand counseling and coaching. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast to be notified on the next one.